You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real pain. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to stream. You can also visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more info about PCLB and visit our event tab to see what's going on this month. Lastly, like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at PC Las Vegas. Thank you again and enjoy the message. I want you to give somebody a high five and say, you know what? You're going to make it. Come on. Don't slap him in the face. Amen. <laughs> Give him a high five. Amen. <laughs> if it's your spouse, you can slap him and say, you're going to make it. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. Amen. There'd be a lot of slapping going on. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. How many ready for 2018? Come on, give the Lord some praise. Amen. Man, we made it this far. You know, for some of you guys, thought you couldn't make it out of 2017. But here you are. Amen. And so, you know, uh, what, what a great uh, time to start off the new year in the house of God and say, you know what, I, I, you know, I hope that you do have goals and desires uh, to improve yourself and, and to be better. Now, let me know that we, we all need that. You know, uh, we can look within areas within our lives and say, you know what, I, I need to work on that or I need to get better here. Uh, all of us can improve ourselves. No one's perfect. Uh, there's none righteous, not one, the Bible says. Even our righteousness, the Bible says, are filthy rags before the Lord. So you're never too good to keep seeking. It's something that we continuously do. And what, our, what it is, we need to continue to strive to be more and more like Jesus. Amen. Uh, as I, men, men, I mentioned last Sunday, holiness is going to be a key for success. If, if we seek the holiness of God and we live holy, then, then, then we're going to be successful in 2018. Amen. But, but holiness will bring separation. Bring separation of the things that we shouldn't be doing or things that we shouldn't be acting upon. And start to put on the holiness of Christ inside our lives. And it will take us further. It will help us in our, our fight. Because we're in a fight, church. There's a fight over your soul. There's a fight over your family, your marriage, your finances. There is a fight going on. And we got to understand who we're fighting against. Amen. It's not your brother or sister. It's not your spouse or your children. Come on. Come on. It, 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 it's, it's not your neighbor that, 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 that you don't like. Amen. We have an enemy. That's out there. I want you to turn to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Now, I'm reading out of the New King James Version. And the Word of God says this, Be sober and vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks around like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. One translation says to be sober-minded. NIV says to be self-controlled and alert. The New Living Translation says to stay alert, and watch out. Turn to your neighbor and say, watch out. You know, watch out is really a, a, uh, 
a, a warning. When you say watch out, you, you're going to react to it. And so the word of God saying is that we need, to, we need to stay alert. We need to watch out for our enemy. Just because things are going fine in your life doesn't mean that the devil's not around. Come on, somebody. Uh, the devil's right here right now. How many know he's the most faithful to the church? Come on, he may be sitting next to you. It's not your spouse. <laughs> but I'm saying he, he comes and he tries to bring uh, confusion. Amen. He's, he's faithful to every service. He's faithful to whatever's going on in the church. Amen. That is his job is to seek and that he may devour. Amen. So I'm going to wrap up this two-part series, this mini-series that I started last Sunday on break on through. Come on, how many enjoyed that message last Sunday? Come on, we want to break on through. How many are looking for some breakthroughs in 2018? You know, we, we really want, if you really stay consistent and, and you stay consistent in your walk with God and you're consistent in the things that you need to do for God, I, I believe that you can break on through. Come on, break on through through the other side, amen, of where the, God's promises and blessings are at. Amen. And how many know that we face a real enemy? Come on, an enemy that wants to take you out, an enemy that sets up barriers as roadblocks to block, block you from the promises of God. And so we understood last week that a barrier is defined as a fence or a rail, uh, something that's stopping you from advancing. Come on, an obstacle, amen, uh, or, or, or a, a hindrance. So a barrier, therefore, can be an object. It can be a circumstance. It can be people. Amen, that are aiming towards you from bearing you from making any forward progress in your life. Whether you're young, not educated, can't speak well, disabled from one way or another, that through Jesus Christ, all things, somebody say all things, all things are possible, church. God's word contains the grace and the power that we need to overcome. Can somebody say amen? Come on, there's grace. Through God. And there is power through God. Amen. The question is today, how do we break on through? How do we break on through? How many want to know how to break on through? Come on. One person. Amen. God bless you, bro. You're the only one that's going to break through. How many want to break on through? Come on. As I was ministering last week, amen, we want to break through to the other side. We want to break on through the walls. We want to break on through uh, the distraction. We want to break on through the hindrances, uh, the things in our lives, amen. Uh, we want to break on through, but sometimes uh, that breaking is going to cost you some strength. Uh, that breaking is going to cost you some energy. Uh, so it's going to cost you to do something. How many know that that's not going to break by itself? You ain't that bad to stand in front and say, Break! You ain't God. But we're going to have to do some things. You're going to have to grab something. You're going to have to face the enemy and say, you know what, I want to break on through. I want to go on the other side of that. And, and so as I, I looked at that, amen, a breaking through, amen, we, we look at this thing and sometimes we can either accept where we're at or we can break on through. See, sometimes the breakthroughs you don't even see, they're, 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 they're just, if this wasn't broken, you see a clear glass. So sometimes we're just looking at one day, I'm going to do that. One day, I can, you know, we, we look through the window of so many possibilities on the other side, but we accept this side. And we say it's too much work to break on through. It's too much work to get on that other side. And, and so we accept as a just, you know what, it's there, but it's not for me. 
And so all we do is clear it up and we put our Windex on it and, you know, that way we can maybe, maybe you know, just keep an eye on it, but we're never going to get it. Or we decorate it, put little stickers, and you accept life as it is. Or you get aggressive and you grab a hold of something, and grab the God inside of you and says, I'm breaking through. There's breakthrough for you guys. But you're going to have to do something to break on that through. Let's see how we can overcome and how we can do that today. Amen? You ready? Are you ready? Breakthroughs, listen, come by having an encounter with Jesus. Come on, somebody. An encounter with Jesus is the one thing that will position you, church, to face your barrier and empower you to break on through. See, once you have a true encounter with Christ, it will change you. Come on, it will change the way you think. It will change the way you talk. It will change the way you walk. Amen. I, I got saved over 23 or 22 years ago. I encountered Christ. Amen. Uh, an encounter that helped me break on through. Uh, come on, my barrier of alcohol, church. Uh, come on, listen. An encounter that was so powerful uh, that it's kept me from drinking alcohol ever since. Come on, I don't know about you, but that's a breakthrough. There was never a struggle, amen. That day when I came to the altar and gave my life to Jesus, amen, I broke through, amen, something that never got a hold of me anymore. It was an encounter with Christ. Not only did I have got saved, not only did I make a decision, I had an encounter with the ever-living God. The thing I had in my mind that I think I couldn't do, with Christ, I was able to do. Something broke. The shackles came off. Everything that was happening in bondage of saying, there's no way I can serve God. No way I can overcome this struggle. Once I gave my life to God and I trusted him, then he broke those chains, amen. And I broke through the promises to the other side with God, amen. And through there, ever since there, I've never taken a drink again. Come on, AA, AAA, all those A's couldn't do that, amen, for me. It only took one encounter with Jesus Christ to break this through for me. Paul had an encounter with Jesus on the way to Damascus. Come on, if you know the story, an encounter that would give him the courage to face any barrier that would come his way. An encounter that would turn him completely around. Come on, have you been completely turned around, church? From your walk, amen. Come on, Paul had an encounter that started to change him from the inside out, amen. It changed his direction of his walk forever. That's what an encounter would do. It will change you forever. Come on, that's what we need. Come on. Wouldn't it be glad? Isn't that powerful that you come with a struggle then you never do it again? That's an encounter, church. That's an encounter. See, what we need for real change, what we need if you want to break on through is an encounter with the living God. Paul, who was one day ki killing Christians, putting out hits on disciples, one day giving the orders to stone Stephen to death in the book of Acts. One day he was walking in those footsteps to the very next moment of having an encounter 
with Christ on the road to Damascus. Paul, who was Saul at the time, would end up saying, what is it that you want me to do, Lord? Think of the barriers that he faced to the days that had to come. Running into his old friends again. What do you mean you got saved? What do you mean you had an encounter? What do you mean you're different? What do you mean you're one of them now? I'm going to give you one week and you'll be back. I haven't heard, how many have heard that before? What do you mean you're saved? What do you mean? You know, you're not going to come to the party? Oh, I'll give you a week. You'll be back. I mean, think of the barriers that, that he was, had to face after making that decision. But to Paul, it didn't matter, church, because he had an encounter with the truth, and the truth set Paul free, amen, or saw the Paul free, church. See, it didn't matter because he found the truth. See, when I had my encounter, it didn't matter no more of my old friends because I had an encounter with the truth. Come on, church. He had an encounter with the everlasting God. Paul probably told him, you can make fun all you want. Doesn't matter because I found the truth now. Really doesn't matter, church, what the world is doing. Stop looking through the mirror of the world. We're looking back and saying, man, we're missing out. So what? Come on, you found the truth. <laughs> All that was a lie. How can it become truth again? Church, we, we got to understand when you found something that is good, you got to hold on. Come on, right? come on, when you found something that is good, you got to hold on. Come on, if you found your spouse, stop looking. Come on, it's good. Come on, look at the good inside. Come on, we, we, it's just like Christianity. We, we, we're serving, it was good, and all of a sudden we're looking again. Why are we looking? You found something good. See, that encounter was so powerful that Paul never went back. Do you remember your road to Damascus? Come on, this is that spiritual encounter that will change your life forever. It will, it will turn you around, church. Turn you completely around from what you were doing. Turn you around, amen, and do the opposite of what you're doing. That is a, that is a change. That's repentance. That's, that, that, that's an encounter, church. You see, when we have a true encounter with Christ, meaning that this is meaning when you become a disciple, not a churchgoer, Come on, that's when you become a new person, a, a new creation in God, amen. Come on, you're not just looking good on the outside, amen. Something inside of you is changing. Come on, we can all put on the, 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 the fronts, amen. Come on, that's not Christianity. That's not discipleship. That's not being a follower. It's when something inside of you changes your outside. Come on, you came in ugly, now you look good. <laughs> Don't look at him right now. We all came in ugly, amen, hallelujah. And for some of you guys, God's still working on you. <laughs> when you have that kind of encounter, church, you become a person, listen, that can overcome any barrier. You can break on through, church. You're not the same anymore. Come on, he calls you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Come on, the old, somebody say the old, 
The old's gone, amen. Your mind is renewed. It's a, there's a transformation that takes place, amen. You're a new man. You're a new woman, amen. The barriers that had a handle that you couldn't pass, amen, now you can take a handle on them because you got God inside of you. You got Christ inside of you. Those things that you think you could not change could now be changed. See, before I came to the altar that, that 22 years ago, I was thinking, man, I'm going to struggle with this barrier. There's no way I can overcome this. I need it change. I want it change. I, I needed it for my family. I needed it for my marriage. Amen. And I had the struggle of coming to this altar thinking, man, okay, I'm going to get saved. But you know what? It's going to be hard. I mean, it's going to be hard. And so I had this barrier in my mind saying, man, I don't want to be a struggling alcoholic Christian. <laughs> An alcoholic Christian, what is that? Amen. But we have them in the church. Come on. I don't want to be that. I don't want to be the hypocrite. God, you're going to have to help me here. You're going to have to help me have an encounter. I, you know, I, I was saying, God, I need something different. I, I, I want this. He goes, if you want it, then trust me, son. And once I said, I trust you, he empowered me. I had an encounter there, church, that just changed my life. Because we're not the same anymore when you have a true encounter with Christ. It's not just a good feeling. You ever just went to church and just feel good? And then you went bad and been bad? <laughs> Am I the only one? <laughs> Come on, we, we, we go through these things and it's just, a, oh, it feel good. And it was just like, all right. And, and, but it was not an encounter. It was just a, an emotion. Because we're good people in emotions. Come on, you can get angry real quick. You can get happy real quick. And come on, sometimes we got little tickles in church. <laughs> Whatever it is, amen. I don't know what I did there. <laughs> but we got a little happy face, amen. Like, like we got a happy meal. Woo, my happy meal. But I mean, once you eat the happy meal, you're not no longer happy. <laughs> so we're the same way as Christians, amen. We're just happy men. We have the meal for the moment and then it's gone. So that's a true encounter. See, this encounter they're talking about, church, this thing that will change your life forever, amen. Encounter, amen, keeps going on and on and on and on. It lines up with happiness. That's like the double Mac or triple Mac. Man, we're building up now, hallelujah. Creating hackers that don't even exist. Because God, all are possible, church. Come on. You got to think big with God. This encounter is not just a one-time thing. It's a life thing. It's an eternal thing, church. That's a true encounter. That is a transformation there. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 16 and 17 says this out of the New Living Translation. So we have evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time we thought of Christ merely as a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and the new life has begun. Come on, somebody. Philippians 3.3 says this. We are the circumcision. Who we, who worship God in spirit, we rejoice in Christ Jesus. And we have no confidence in this flesh. Galatians chapter 3.28 says this. Neither is, there is neither Jew or Greek, neither slave or free, neither male or female. For we are all one in Christ Jesus. Amen. 
church, that immediately breaks down every race, church, every social barrier, every gender barrier, amen. That means that no matter who you are, black, white, Mexican, whatever you are, educated, not educated, male, female, God will use you. Come on, somebody. Come on, God will use you. Philippians, Paul says, amen, in 3.13, for I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Psalms 18.32 says, it is God who arms me with strength. God gives you the strength, church, to overcome any barrier that you face. It's God who strengthens you. It's not you. It's God. You got to take you out of the equation. Come on, because without God, we're nothing. It's the truth, church. But with God, we are everything. Come on, he strengthens us, amen. He, he gives us strength, amen. He makes, he makes our way perfect, amen. God does these things in our lives. It's God that does it. So we need an encounter, church, with the everlasting God, listen, in order for you to break on through. See, if you're having struggles overcoming something, then you haven't had a true encounter. You had a tickle. You had an emotion. And you had a moment. But until you have a true encounter with God, then your life will be changed forever. How many want an encounter? If you go seek that encounter, you'll find him. I know that God has set himself up to meet you guys each time. Each time we meet, he comes. He wants an encounter with you. But sometimes we just let the emotion, we let all this thing, and Instead of having just that in true encounter with God. Because once you do, church, it will change you for the rest of your life. We need an encounter in 2018. You need an encounter in 2018 if you want to break on through. Because you can throw all the rocks you want, but if Jesus is not inside of you, you're not going to break through that. You may crack it. You may do things, but you're not going to get through it. Another thing that we got to do in order to break on through is change. For some of you guys didn't want to even hear that word. Change. Change, church, is something that we need to learn to love and we need to learn to embrace. Everyone who has ever broke on through, broke through barriers, embraced change. We need change in the way we think. We have to renew our minds, guys. Some of us, you need to change your stinking thinking. Come on, come on. We think wrong still, amen. Some of these thoughts that come in our minds now, we're, man, we're, we're not thinking right. Come on, people cut us off. We're still thinking. We're flashing back. Come on, we want to put out there your number one sign. <laughs> hey, you're number one. You know, you know what I'm talking about. These things are inside of us. You know, the, the flesh takes over, so we got to change everything. If we want change on the outside, how many know it has to, it has to start here? in order to go to your heart, in order for change to come. Your, your mind has to change. Listen, change should be your best friend. Change should be your best friend, church. Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. Everything starts right here in the mind, church. We must confront and challenge the way our thinking is. Uh, thinking with reality, with the word of God, amen. We need to change the way we think if you want to break on through. 
Because if it does not challenge you, church, it will not change you. There has to be a challenge. Change doesn't come easy. Amen. It doesn't come easy. Amen. There's a work for change. Amen. That's where a lot of people stop. They don't want to work at the change. They don't want it's too hard to be nice when you're not. Come on, somebody. Come on. It's hard to change. Amen. When people do bad things to you that you don't want to do bad to them. It's hard for these things inside. There has to be a way of change. It has to challenge you. I want to be better. I want to think better. I want to do things better. What do you believe about yourself today? What do you believe about your situation that you're in right now? If you think you can't, then you need to think you can. Come on, if you think your situation can't be fixed, you got to believe that it can be fixed. Psalms uh, 20, uh, uh, 27, 13 says, I am still confident in this, that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Here, David's talking about, you know what, I'm going to see God's goodness in my lifetime here on earth. He wasn't talking about the everlasting. He was talking about right here on earth, you know, I'm going to see God do some good things. Right here, when David wrote this, David was going through some trials. Come on, there was, a, there was things that he was going, dealing with him, and there was a, the persecution of Saul. There was a lot of things going on in David's life when he wrote this. But his confidence, it says, you know what, in this present life, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday I'm going to see God's goodness. Come on, somebody. Knowing that God will see him through, that, that his breakthrough will come through. God's goodness is now, church. It's in 2018. Some of you guys are looking maybe 2019 I'll change. <laughs> we we, we, we got to change our mindset, church, that this is my year. Somebody say, it's my year. Come on, somebody touch. Come on, it's my year. It's your change. God wants to do something inside of you, but you got to claim it. That, that today, I'm, this year, I'm going to see the goodness of God in my life. you got to claim it for you personally to see God's goodness. God, I'm going to see you do something greater. In my life, in my situation, in my circumstance. See, some people believe that they won't see the goodness of God until they pass away. But God says that you'll see his goodness in this life as well, church. You will see your breakthroughs and your victory in your lives, amen. You'll have some great accomplishments in this life, church. See, when we finally break on through into eternity, uh, when we cross into that finish line, amen, uh, into the promised land, church, uh, we're going to see the goodness of God, amen. Uh, come on, we're going to a place of no more pain, uh, no more death. Uh, come on, no more crying, amen. Uh, that's a place, amen. Uh, but the goodness we're going to see in this life as well. God says, my plans are good for you, not evil. Come on, there are blessings and prosperity, amen. Uh, God wants to bless you. He wants to give you a hope and a future, church. Come on, we think that the goodness of God is when things are, nothing's going wrong in our lives, amen. When we're blessed financially, when no one's sick, amen. We think that's the blessing of God. But let me tell you, the goodness of God is when you're going through some problems, but God gives you peace to go through it, amen. The goodness of God is, amen, I'm sick in body, but I'm trusting in my God. He's going to come on through. The goodness of God is when you're going through a trial or you're praying for that loved one to get saved, but there's a hope inside of you and a peace that God's going to do something in that life. That's the goodness of God. It's even through the midst of the storms that you see God's goodness. There's a peace that comes from the Lord. 
When the disciples saw the man who was blind from birth, they asked Jesus, who sinned? Was it this man or his parents that caused this man to be born blind? Jesus answers, neither one, but that the work of God, the goodness of God, might be revealed and displayed in him today, in this life. See, we need to change the way we think when we see problems. Too many times we see problems as stumbling blocks. But God, we're going to view them as stepping stones. Come on, problems come your way, man. You got to view them differently. You can't let them stumble you, amen. But each time you face a problem, each time you go through things, don't look at it as a stumbling block. Looking at it as a stepping stone. That You know what? I'm going higher in this one. Come on now. I'm going higher in this one. Hallelujah. Come on, you got to step on higher. Every problem, turn it into a stepping stone. Climb higher in your situation. Climb higher in your circumstances, amen. Don't let it trip you up. There's so many Christians today, a little, little, a little pebble. Oh. I'm out. I'm out. And it was just a little pebble. You guys trip over the thing, you make it. Man, pebbles just kick them out of the way. Come on, turn those stumbling blocks into stepping stones and go higher with God. Promises to take you higher, not to knock you down. God is teaching you something, church. Come on, look at those situations. Don't say, oh, man, I'm going through a trial. Oh, God, take me higher. What are you teaching me today? God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to turn this, this stumbling block into a stepping stone. And I'm going to go higher in you. My, my faith is going to go higher in you. My commitment is going to go higher in you. God, I, I'm not going to let you let that, that, that stumbling block take away my peace. Stay on top of your problems, not on the bottom of them. That's the only way you step on, stay on top, church, if you use them as stepping blocks. Man, you guys just lay there. Guys, come to church like that. What's happening? Problems. God bless you. We worship right here. So, man, if we can see with spiritual eyes, we see Christians all laid out. Going through some situations, guys? Yeah. Praying for you, man. All right. Stay on top of your problems, church, not below them. Don't let that stone come on top of you. Remove the stone, that stumbling block, and turn into a step to climb higher. should get you up, church. We go through situations, church, but he never leaves us. If you know the word, he never sets us. He's there in the midst of the trial. He's there in the midst of the storm. He's there, church, and he always brings peace with him. When the waves were going crazy, amen, and then the disciples were freaking out and Jesus was sleeping at the boat. It's like. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I don't know. Sirius just got my voice, amen. I didn't even touch it. <laughs> 
You're lying to them, Pastor. <laughs> there is no storm. It's bright and sunny today. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> God has a sense of humor. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, man. God had to be all God. Amen. But when he was in that boat, storms are going crazy, church. It's going crazy. Jesus gets up and says, why are you tripping? I'm with you. Because he's with us in the storms. And as you know the story, he spoke to the storm and he calmed it. See, when we're with God, nothing can ever get out of hand, church. You got to understand the storms and situations and problems that we face is to build faith inside of us. To say, you know what? In this walk with me, as you walk, as you become a disciple and you're a follower of, my, of me, you're going to have some hard times. And when these times come, don't freak out. I'll be there. See, we think peace is the absence of war, but it's the presence of God is when true peace comes, in the midst of the war. If you've got Jesus in, in you, in your trial, in your storm, he'll always see you through. You've got to just keep focused, church. Turn those, those little stumbling blocks, those trials, into stepping blocks, and just go higher with Christ. If you view it like that, then you'll start to climb, and you won't be underneath the problem. You'll be on top of your problem. Can somebody say amen? What hurts you today makes you stronger tomorrow, church. Amen? What you see determines what you get. Where you're at is where you'll be. <laughs> Heavy revy there, amen, hallelujah. We need to see the Lord is doing something new. Listen. Don't only just look out the glass and see the possibilities of what God wants to do in your life. Break on through that, church. Break on through that and see that God's going to do something in my life this year. Something new is going to happen in my life. Something new is going to happen in my marriage. Something new is going to happen with my children. Something new is going to happen in my ministry. Something new is going to happen. You've got to look and say, something's going to happen. I don't know what it is, but I'm looking for it. I, I'm waiting for it. You've got to be there, church, in anticipation that your breakthrough, listen, is coming soon. For some of you, it's just around the corner. Are you looking out and seeing it? You've got to have a feeling that something is going to happen. You've got to stir that, that song in your heart. Amen. I'm going through a trial, but I feel that something's going to happen. Babe, we're going through some struggles right now, but, but I feel that something's going to happen. I, I just got a feeling that, that God is almost going to answer our prayer. God is about to show up. God is about to do something. I have a feeling, amen. Come on, just like that old song. I've got a feeling that something, that everything's going to be all right. Come on, you got to sing, Come on, worship gets you into the presence of God, amen. you got to have a feeling. Don't get all caught up in, a, in the problem. Don't get caught up, amen, underneath the problem, but start to sing on top of your problem and say, i got a feeling. Oh, i got a feeling. Come on, is that, is, that, is that inside of you? 
Come on, can, can you just sing and say, whoa, yeah, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Come on. Do you got a feeling? Come on. Do you know that everything? Come on. Not some days. It's coming. Come on. Someday it's here. I got a feeling that God do something in my life. I got a feeling everything's going to be okay. Let the soul inside of you sing. Come on. There's some all this. Soul's not a color. Soul's inside. Spirit. Oh, yeah. My God is a, he's a worshiper. Come on, he's a singer. Oh, he sings over you. He worships over you. Oh, he'll say, hey, God has some soul. <laughs> he has some soul. Oh, don't you worry. I hear your cry. Don't you worry, I'll be there soon. I see where you're at, and I'll know where you'll be. Just trust in me. Oh, I made a rhyme there. That's a song, hallelujah. Well, listen, church. One day, listen, one day can change everything. It happened to Paul. And it happened to me. One day made a change. One day I was an alcoholic. One day set free. <laughs> Come on. That's, that's an encounter. One day, church, can change everything. God will say to you today, Isaiah 43, 19, I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you see it? God's saying, do you see it? I'm making a pathway through the wilderness, and I'm creating rivers in the desert. Verse 20 says, so people can be refreshed, says the Lord. Come on, God wants to refresh you. Uh, God says, you know what, I'm about to do something new uh, in 2018, uh, and I've already started. Uh, do you see it, amen? Uh, are you waiting in anticipation for it, amen? Do uh, you have a feeling? Uh, come on, uh, I'm about to do something. I'm creating some pathways. Uh, I'm bringing some rivers in your dryness. Uh, I'm doing something inside your life, amen? Uh, come on, uh, God's going to refresh you. God's not talking that what you see with your spiritual eyes, but your, uh, with your physical eyes, but your spiritual eyes. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Isaiah 42, 16 says, I will lead blind Israel down a new path, guiding them along unfamiliar ways. And I will brighten the darkness before them and smooth out the road ahead of them. Yes, I will indeed do these things, for I will not forsake them. You just got to believe, church. Somebody say, I believe. believe. You got to believe that God's going to do something new in 2018. You got to see. Do you see? Because it takes spiritual eyes to see, church. The physical will confuse you. The physical will focus on what's going on. The spiritual eyes goes beyond that. The spiritual eye sees the breakthrough. The spiritual eye sees the blessing. The spiritual eye sees the, the blessings of God. The spiritual eye see all that, church. If you're seeing nothing but problems in your life, then you got the wrong glasses on. Take those glasses, throw them away, and say, you know what, in 2018, 
I'm going to look the way God wants me to look. And the word of God will show you that, church. Jesus says if you believe, you'll be able to see the glory of God. We need to change the way our speaking is. Come on. Say, I must. Change the way I speak. Jesus said if you want something, ask. Amen. Mark eleven twenty four says, I tell you, you pray for anything, you, you, you can pray for anything and you believe, you'll receive it, it will be yours. Jesus here is speaking. Now, he says, he goes on to say, don't pray for those things of your own interests. But keep God's interests in mind. Pray for those things that pertain to the kingdom of God. That's what he'll give you, church. He's not going to give you a million dollars. You're not going to win mega bucks or whatever bucks. <laughs> Ask for those things that pertain to the kingdom of God. Jesus says that we can speak to the mountain, and the mountain will be what? Moved. The problem is we speak about the mountain instead of speaking to the mountain. Did you hear that? We speak about the mountain instead of speaking to the mountain because when you speak to it, it will move. But when you speak about it, it will grow. You understand? See, some of you guys are speaking about your mountain and it's growing bigger and bigger. Your problem is getting bigger and bigger. So you're speaking to the mountain to move. Get out of my life. See, a lot of people never speak to their problems. They speak to everybody else about their problem. They need to speak directly to the problem. That's when it'll move. When we go out and just telling everybody about our problems, all you're doing is speaking about it. And all this doing is growing, growing, growing. You're making it big. Oh, look at my mountain. <laughs> it's my mountain. Let me talk to you about my mountain. Let me talk to you about my problems. Let me tell, talk to you about all. And all of a sudden you're talking about it and it's just growing bigger and bigger. And people say, man, you're jacked. <laughs> Instead of speaking to it. It says you can speak to him. mouth. Move. And he'll move. Speak to it. Not today, devil. Not today, saying, get out. Speak to it. Come on. Speak to it. Spiritually speak to it. Don't go up to your wife or your husband. Move. <laughs> They're not your problem, church. Our battle is not between flesh and blood. Come on, spiritual battle that we're going through. Choose your battle wisely. Fight your enemy wisely. Come on, we know the enemy, church. He's the one that's prowling around. He's the one that's seeking to devour. This is our enemy, church. You need to speak it. See, Jesus... Jesus spoke to problems. Jesus spoke to situations. Jesus spoke to circumstances, amen. Jesus cast out demons with words, amen. He spoke to seas and winds, and they obeyed him. Proverbs 18.21 says, the tongue has the power of life and death. James chapter 3, 2 says this, if we control our tongues, then we can control our whole body. Come on, it goes on to say that it's like a rudder of a ship. It determines the direction of your life, amen. But the tongue is also like a fire that can cause destruction with a little spark. So we also need to change how we respond to things. Not only we got to know how to talk and know how to think, but how to respond. Come on, somebody. How do you respond to circumstances? How do you respond to people? 
Come on, somebody. How do, you how do you respond to situations that surround you guys? See, we have the ability, church, to choose how we're going to respond. Whoa. There was a storm, amen. <laughs> I don't know where all this is happening, amen. <laughs> Come on. You have the ability, church, to choose uh, how you're going to respond. Your responses, listen, is your responsibility. You may not be able to control what comes your way, but you can choose how you're going to respond to them. Someone once said, events plus response equals outcome. Events plus response equals outcome. Jesus said in Matthew that we should turn the other sheep. He says, miles, when somebody has to go one mile. Jesus says, to bless those who curse you, to do good things to those who hate you. The question is, can you do that? We've got to change the way we respond. You have a choice. You have a choice, church. Come on, love your enemies. Love those that hate you. Bless those who curse you. Come on, these are things that we need to do. Come on, go the extra mile when somebody tells you, go with me one mile. Come on, we, we, we're, we're so, we're, we are so, what's required Christians? What do I, what's required for me to make it? I want to do the very minimum. We, nobody likes minimum pay, but yet we want to do minimum for Christ. I, I really don't get that. Come on, it seems to be the other way around, amen. Uh, come on, when we want something for ourselves, but we, when we need to lay down our lives, we've got to give, we want to give the very bare minimum of getting in. What's the least I can do and still make it to glory? You know, for those Christians today that think that way, they'll hear this, away from me, for I never knew. Well, didn't I go to church on Sunday? Didn't I say amen when the pastor was preaching? Didn't I dress up for you, the Lord? Didn't I give you that one dollar one time? Didn't I pray for people? Didn't I visit people in hospitals? It was away from me. I never knew your hearts were far from me. See, when you're living for Christ, amen, you're not living minimum. You're living Skies are the limit. God, what is it? Where do you want me to go now? What do you want me to do now? Oh, God, I want to do everything for your kingdom. See, when we're back doing our evil things, we did it to the best. Come on, you were the bull guard, the hog of everything. We don't want to hog nothing in the kingdom of God. Nobody wants to get a little higher with Jesus. We just want the minimum. Party was there. You're the first one there and the last one to leave. Church comes, man, you're, the last, you're late and you leave right away. I don't get it. I really don't get that, church. How many want to go a little higher with Christ? See, we're going to have to change the way we think, talk, 
how we respond to things. We, 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 gotta, we have to have a true encounter with God if we want to break through, church. If you really want to break through in 2018, let me tell you, like I said before, one day changes everything. Today can be your day. How many want it to be your day? See, it can't be an emotional thing, church. It has to be a spiritual thing. It has to say, you know what? Today's my day, God. Today is my day. I want change. I want, I want a breakthrough. I want to do something for you, Lord. It's going to take some things for me to do. There's things I need to change. As I close the day, the worship team can come on up. You're going to need an encounter with Christ, church. An encounter that will empower you to break on through any barrier, church. You need to change the way you think, what you see, what you speak, and how you respond to things. Change your attitude. Change your lifestyle. Change the negative thoughts. We need change, change, change in 2018. Change will break you on through, church. Understand, church, that no one is too young, too old to change. What needs to be changed in your life? When you start to make those changes, I'm here to let you know that you'll overcome any barrier that you face. Amen? Why don't we all stand up? about you, but I want to break on through for some other things in my life. This ain't it. God has done some great things in my life, but there's new challenges, new things, because when you want to go higher, work is required. When you want to succeed in other things, pressure comes on. And I don't want to stay in my comfort zone and say, you know what, I, everything's kind of cool right here, God. Church is flowing, I'm Oh, my God.